0: You're listening to Love Praise, a supernatural podcast. I'm your host, Jason Robertson. Well, welcome to our inaugural episode of Love Praise. Love Praise. So what is this series about? So we are uh f- I'm finally getting underway on this show. It's taking me all of the pandemic to finally get my at, uh, acting gear. Um and uh yeah, so my goal for this show is kind of to talk about the mystery of prayer and really how it relates to a mysterious God and um And really kind of give you guys tools to get new perspectives, especially unseen perspectives. What is an unseen perspective? Well, you know, right now we live in a very visually uh, noisy world, right? If you're on social media, if you're on uh, TikTok, you're probably on TikTok. If you're on these different uh, platforms, you know, so much visual information coming at you and gobble, gobble, you know, like I got to get the next thing. And, uh, and so that's not what, uh, prayer is like at all, is it? It's, uh, you close your eyes, you bow your head. At least that's what I was taught as a kid. And, uh, you know, nothing really happens. It seems right. There's no immediate feedback. You know, I don't hear music all the time when I close my eyes and start praying so it can be very different from our normal experience nowadays. You know, I mean, I guess 150 years ago, you know, we didn't have all of this hubbub hitting us across the head. And, uh, you know, prayer was probably not that hard to enter into, but nowadays it just feels like you are going upstream, a 200 mile per hour river, you know, if they, those things exist. So, uh, so what's the show really so so what's the goal of this of this podcast? I, I think really what I want you, the listener, to kind of walk away with, and it could be about more things than just prayer, but really, I want to shift your perspective with each episode. You know, I'll never forget the time where I was on my front porch and it was you know a summer day. I think I might have been walking to my front porch, but as I like out of the corner of my eye, I saw this bird, you know, a small bird probably fitting in your hand was flying in and uh you know his wings were kind of outstretched and as he was like getting ready to to land and uh he started singing and I, I was like whoa, whoa, whoa buddy you gotta land first before you start singing you know you gotta get your perch set you know because in my mind that was the only experience I had with birds, you know, I, I always saw them, you know, perching and then singing, right? there's There has to be the perching before the singing. And here I saw the singing precede the perching and it just blew my mind. Like, so you're telling me that, you know, birds are airborne and they're singing. Now I know like geese honk, you know, obviously when they're in flight. So this should be a revelation that I already have my in my pocket when I saw this happen, but it just struck me as like, Oh man, I did not realize that. I thought about this wrong. And uh and so I think that that kind of, you know, an immediate provided like whenever you see that kind of shift happen, right? And your perspective gets jarred, something you thought was one way turns out to be something else. It kind of can be a positive thing in some ways, you know, if if uh, as long as it's not a negative thing. But if it's not a negative thing, it's probably a positive thing because then it gives you more opportunities, more more options. On either things to, you know, look into or or new uh, uh, new possibilities for uh, you to explore, it kind of can stoke your curiosity a little bit, and so that's kind of what I want this podcast to do—to stoke your curiosity, uh, especially because nowadays, I mean, I feel like curiosity is having a bad century so far, right? You know, we have so much information; we are in the golden corral era. Of information, right? I mean, you could be, I mean, it's like I can have a thought and, you know, instantly I can gratify it. Sometimes the thoughts are mainly baseball stats. Um, especially tonight was the all-star game and I love baseball. And, uh, so there'll probably be some baseball analogies if that's what you're here for. Uh, you know, we'll have that. So, uh, so yeah, so like just, you can now satisfy any like random thought you know, you have, you can, you know, any itch for information you might have, you can scratch that itch pretty much, you know, you know, when it comes to the spiritual realm, you know, there's really not that kind of opportunity, right? There's not an opportunity to know things uh, instantly, although the Holy Spirit, you know, we'll talk about him, can help with that, you know, because of the way that we deal with our life every day now with so much information, it's very easy to to lose the muscle of curiosity, to lose a long desire for something, right? To have a longing to know. And that's really kind of what um, awaits us uh, for those that are interested in a relationship with Jesus. It kind of takes a long desiring uh, to really go deeper and to develop that relationship and not just an instant gratification thing. So that's uh, kind of one thing I think I want this show to also kind of do for you is just give you tools to kind of build your curiosity, especially when it comes to the unseen things in life. I mean, we actually have a verse in the Bible in 2 Corinthians, the writer Paul says, we we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And that's a pretty big, like, I remember when I was a kid reading that, being like, oh man, that's like a universal law, you know, like it was like a, that was a big perspective shift for me that the unseen things are the eternal things. What's your unseen IQ, right? Is it, is it mainly just a seen IQ that you, uh, I've been building and studying for, we really need to build our unseen IQ. And, uh, that's what I hope this podcast does. Prayer is a great method for doing that, honestly. So why should I be the the guide on this journey? So I've learned a lot of different things on a wide variety. Practically I was involved. I I kind of rededicated my, my walk to the Lord back back in 2013, 2014, I got involved in my church and, uh, I got baptized, uh, a good Friday. And I was singing that Sunday and, uh, and the choir. And then I, I left the stage after the worship had, had ended. And, uh, I walked into kind of the ante room. We use that word a lot, uh, walked into the ante room, uh, next to the stage. And, uh, I saw a group of people huddled there and they were praying and I was just like, what are they doing? You know, I mean, I, I've seen prayer happen at different places, but I just struck me as kind of an odd thing to do at that moment in church of all places. And, uh, and it turns out that, um, they were part of what's called the intercessory prayer team. So they would actually pray during the service for God to move. And I became curious when I saw that. And so I joined that team and I ended up actually leading that team eventually. And so my experiences through that is going to kind of at least shape some of the discussion on this podcast and hopefully provoke your curiosity about, you know, the unseen realm, what awaits you there if you're willing to go. And if you're willing to devote yourself uh, to prayer. So I think it's great if, uh, you know, once you get in a perspective on that and like, man, that's possible. I didn't know that was possible. I myself have not been to seminary. And so if you're really looking for somebody to to nail on some theological issues, I might be your guy. But really, we're going to focus more on just knowing the Lord. And at the end of the day, that's kind of the goal. You know, sometimes we can kind of, you know, if you're in church, you often hear, you know, you know every service really at the church i went to was about you know they'd offer you a chance to accept christ at the end which is great but what happens after that how do you build that relationship with god and so that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about about building that relationship with god and the purpose of prayer in that process i definitely have been a rookie so i've i've been a beat cop in a lot of different parts of a spiritual town It's a really bad analogy, but hopefully I have some perspective to give you on different areas of, uh, of the supernatural and different areas of, uh, of just living, you know, it's a good thing, right? Being alive. And, uh, it's important that you enjoy it. So we're going to talk about that, how to enjoy life. And maybe we'll even hit how to enjoy prayer. Uh, I'll save that for the last episode. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, so, so really my goals and kind of my, my promise to you is that's that's my goal for every episode to shift your perspective a little bit, so you you get a different avenue to go down uh, in a subject. Maybe you you felt like you knew everything about. I think that's really that's exciting, right? That gets our brain uh, flowing, brain juice flowing. I was gonna say I was gonna say brain juice flowing there, but it didn't sound very good. Okay, so um, some other things that I want to kind of have every episode contain is uh, I really want to reignite your faith every episode. I don't know if I can do this every episode, but if you're listening, I really want you to, to be encouraged. You know, one thing I definitely feel like I do more than, than others is I love to encourage people. And uh, if you're going through a hard time, I just even right now as you're listening to this, I want you to know that God, uh, his, his, one of his names, you know, we get a lot of information about God from the different names he gives us about himself you know, one of his names is Emmanuel, right? God with us. You know, he can be Emmanuel to you right now, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, he can be with you. And I think sometimes we, we don't trust him. We think that, uh, you know, maybe he failed us or disappointed us at one time. Uh, maybe didn't fulfill our expectations, but he's a good father and he's a good God. And so I just want to encourage you today just that, uh, that's one of his names, Emmanuel. And so I want this to be an encouraging place for you. I want this to be a place where you're built up. um, Even how you think about yourself, it really matters. You know, how we think about ourselves and how we interact with God, how we interact with others. Uh, It's usually an overflow of how we treat ourselves to a degree. Another place I want for another kind of standard, I guess a pillar I want. These are the pillars of the podcast uh, to get my alliteration in for this show. You know, when you grow up in a church, alliteration is like really uh, a sacrament that's like, you know, suggested based on the, uh, what would you call it, the the sermon each week. You know, all the points have to have the first letter uh, be the same. So, alliteration, very important. And so, I want to reignite your faith. And number two, going with another R word here, I want this to be a refuge from dishonor. Okay. So, right now, we're in a culture that, uh, you know, the, the coin of the realm is dishonor. You know, you think about it, like how many times have you heard a compliment? Has somebody complimented you every time I compliment people in public? Now I feel like I'm taking off my shirt, you know? Um, it's so awkward for me. Like, I just feel like this, like wall here's what it is, right? Here's the, the, the basic, you know, reason that people aren't complimenting people. When you pay someone a compliment, you know that person's not probably going to give you one back. You know, you're you're giving that person a compliment, it's going out and you're not going to get it back. You know, when you you know, when we get into a room where everybody wants to get something back or, or get more than what they are giving out, it's kind of uh taxing and it's very easy to stop being somebody who gives. So, I want this to be a place where you know, people are honored. Yeah, I think also about celebrities, right? And this it's so easy to tear down people you don't know, you know. So I, I never want to comment publicly uh, or disparage anybody I don't know or haven't met. Um, I think that's a good policy, right? Just because you know you you might meet these people one day. Well, two two reasons why you might meet these people one day, especially when it comes to politics, right? Uh, one prophet uh, I listened to, uh, Sean Bowles, you know, has a really good talk in there about, uh, you know, a. a a famous person that he, uh, you know, had a judgment against and, um, and God kind of showed him like, you know, I I need to send somebody to him that loves him. And, uh, it really, you know, his story kind of shifted my perspective on what I thought about politicians whose policies I didn't agree with. Right. You can love somebody who you disagree with. I mean, I I don't know if that needs to be on a shirt. Uh, maybe that could be on a shirt that we sell. You can love, I'm going to say it again. You can love somebody that you disagree with. I mean, if you ever hope to be married, uh, that's, uh, that's something that obviously that is a, uh, a serious truth. I think sometimes, though we're in this place where we have to react so quickly to things. We feel like we have to react so quickly and we have to judge. It's easy to judge others, especially public officials, public servants who may not be serving the way that we want. We can always change that with uh, voting. So I know, I, I don't want this to be a place that's uh, a political, um, hatchet factory, um, if I do talk about politics, I really want to honor the people I talk about. And, uh, I learned that from Sean Bowles. So thank you, Sean. Uh, just because as a Christian, I'm an ambassador, I'm an ambassador. And if you're a Christian, if you're listening to this, you know, and even if you're not a Christian, how you treat people, uh, is pretty important. And I think this is the other thing I really wanted to hit about dishonor. When you dishonor others with your tongue, you know, it's almost forms like a dialect. Like we get a dialect of dishonor going. It's very hard to believe what you say about yourself that's positive, right? So if you start speaking negatively to everybody around you, I think more often a lot of that negative talk to externals kind of comes after we've already talked badly about ourselves to ourselves. But uh, it's very hard to, to be positive with yourself and then be negative to other people. Maybe somebody out there is doing it, but... I think it's very important, actually. You know how you speak to yourself, what you think about yourself. Let me ask you a question: Has that been a positive conversation this week for you? Um, If it hasn't, you know, guess guess who's going to change that? If you go in the mirror, you're looking at them. Um, So uh, you know, learning how to speak positively to yourself. You know, if you've struggled with self hatred, I know that's something I've struggled with at times. Having a high standard for myself and not fulfilling it, hating uh, yourself on this journey. It's just not helpful. and It's not uh, going to empower you for the mountains that await you. So so speaking positively about your, yourself, speaking positively about others, uh, if that interests you, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Not that I really like, uh, I'm probably not going to say that in any more podcasts because I definitely want to get away from that, you know, subscribe. Uh, not that it's very effective when you tell people to do it, but it's just such so strange for me being a person in media for so long in traditional media, we don't have that call out to uh to do that right away. Anyway, it just feels like you're selling something all the time. So I won't be asking you to subscribe. What I will be doing in future podcasts is kind of telling you about some places that I've found that have some great content, some other uh, podcasts that I listen to that I think are worth your time and attention. It's fun, right? I just another another spreading some more honor around. I want to spread that honor around. And I want to say, you know, honor isn't something that's always deserved it's, it it's how we treat people. It's a choice. Uh, it's, it's part of our software. If we're going to honor people or not honor them. Okay. Um, and did I hit the third R? I don't think I did. Um, here's the third R remedy for unbelief nothing is going to stop your prayer life or even stop your hope up. Like, that beaver named unbelief, right? He, you know, beavers stop up. How do you like this analogy? Beavers, you know, stop up rivers. They build those dams. That's what beavers do. And, um, and I think that no beaver is busier than the beaver of unbelief. If if, if there's anything that you want to, I want you to take away from this first podcast, that beaver of unbelief might be in your river right now. And, uh, I'm going to take this analogy as far as it can go. And, uh, he might be stopping up just parts of your life that, uh, uh, are supposed to be the the causeways for your next uh your next symphony. I don't know where I'm going. Anyway, um but uh yeah so so a remedy for unbelief that's really kind of the goal for this podcast is it's going to be, you know, and when it comes to prayer, unbelief will will stop your prayer life, will stop you from seeking God, will stop you from pretty much everything. Uh It will take the wheels off your car. So, and it's, it can be subtle, right? It can be, it can kind of come in when you least expect it. And so kind of knowing it, uh, being able to identify that's not the beaver I want in my river. Right. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to be doing with, uh, uh, on this podcast as well. So have I, have I shared enough? Um, I've, let me tell you, I've tried several times to record this. I feel like I'm finally at least conversational with this one. And uh, even if my conversations don't uh, really make as much sense, they at least give you a perspective on where I want to take this. Um, you know, especially being a media professional, I've always been behind the lens and, and away from the mic. I've been plugging the mic into the camera, not being in front of the mic. So for me, this is a uh, a hard thing to kind of like transition to doing, to being in front of the camera, and in front of the mic. But I just thank you for your grace as I've uh, as I learned this process. I definitely believe it's something I'm supposed to get better at um, but I'm excited to go on this journey with you and this is where I play the out music now this is a long out music so I just want to start thanking some people um, who've kind of encouraged me along the way here because I think I have a show here it's going to be like 25 minutes long which is way longer than the normal shows will be but you know for the first show uh, I got it I got a shout out Mr. Shad, um, my tenth grade English teacher. He was the first person that said I had a voice for radio, and uh, um, he went home to heaven a few years ago. But uh, I'm just so thankful for him. Uh, some other, my friend Pete, even a couple years ago encouraged me, and uh, thank you, Pete, for and uh, and uh, Chris. If you're listening, thank you so much for encouraging me. Uh, And that's the show. That's all we got this time. But uh, I'm not going to say subscribe, but, you know, just pay attention and uh, there'll be a new one.